Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. All right, Skiz, I got to start this one off with some bad news. Oh, good. I, good. I knew that was coming. Um, you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. Uh, okay. In fact, in fact, we both are. There's, there's no getting around it. Nobody gets out alive. Existence here on this earth is finite, yeah. and there's nothing we can do about it. So I thought today maybe we uh, talk about how to make the most of that, right? Our time, and what can we do to leave a mark in a good way, a legacy, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to get into today. All righty. Because uh, midlife crisis is full-blown right now, and yeah. <laughs> and I've been thinking about it. You know, what am I doing with my life? You know, am I... Am I raising my kids right? We've had that discussion. Am I doing things that when I'm on my deathbed, I can look back and be proud of? Or am I going to be on my deathbed wishing I had done something different, right? And so I, I, it's it's a big one. It's a big topic, but wanted to kind of get my thoughts out on it and, and hear your thoughts as well. I like that, man. I You know, there is, uh, I was talking to my wife, this is a couple months ago, and I think I'm, I mean, I'm kind of part of the routine as a lot of us are just day in, day out with work. And, and when I'm doing something that I'm not passionate about, I feel like the more of those times I rack up and this is, this is so much, I'm being way too reductive here, but I joke about, I'm like, if at the end of this, if I, you know, if I'm talking to to Peter up there, maybe I get to talk to God, is he going to be like, well, that was a waste of time. You know what I mean? It, it, because mm-hmm. am I squandering the gifts that I have? Am I squandering my time here by just trying to uh, move on and so uh, and just kind of get through the days? And and it, you got me thinking is that it's if if la- if everything's about legacy, and I don't think everything's about legacy, but if legacy if legacy has the impact that we all believe that it does, then what that means is that we also equally have the knowledge that any time that we're not contributing to that legacy could potentially be um, categorized as a waste of time. And Mm -hmm. that's, that's too, that's too abrupt. I'm not saying that relaxing or sitting on the couch is some horrible thing to do. What I am suggesting is that, you know, the difference between you're squandering your time and you're not squandering your time. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, this just occurred to me. I've, I've been recently on a bit of a, a health kick trying to get back in shape and trying to get it all back, as you once said. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was during that journey that I realized, like, I'm doing this so that it, I can be around longer, hopefully, right? Like, we, you never know. But hopefully this will give me a, a chance to live a uh, longer life. And there's a lot of things that I want to accomplish during that time, you know. Uh, I want to somehow give back, right? Make make the world a better place somehow. Whether it's just by making people laugh, you know, picking people up when they're when they're down. Whether it's raising money for charity. Whether it's raising my kids to also be good humans and do good for the world. Things like that. Like I need more time, and I just I want to like that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to focus on my health so I can I can be there longer. Yeah, that's good. So when you, so the legacy in general, like the actual, the word or whatever, right? The, the literal definition of legacy is uh, a, a great sum of money left uh, or, or, or uh, property, right? An estate. That's what a legacy is. But it's been kind of morphed over time in regards to being a little bit more metaphorical in mm-hmm. regards to just in general, just kind of having a lasting impression, right? right? If you, if, if you have, if somebody makes so much money, they can not only leave it to their kids, but it ends up going into their grandkids and the great grandkids that, that is by definition a legacy. But I, I like where you're, I think you're actually going with all this is 
the metaphorical um, version of it is, is what is this lasting impression that, that you're having? And, and I think that's for everybody. And I think that sometimes that it can be argued that a legacy doesn't have to be associated with your name. I always think of, um, gosh, what's such a great movie, uh, starring a really, really unattractive actor, uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, so it's, uh, <laughs> is it Troy? Is that the name of the movie where he, he was Achilles, right? It's, yeah. It's called Troy. I think so. There's a scene in the beginning where he's being basically being called into battle and, and, uh, there's this little kid who's, uh, kind of. Like, you know, you're being called into battle and the kid's just like, how do you do this? And he's getting ready to go in and, he, and the kid says, I'd be very scared. And he says, that's why no one will remember your name. And I remember being like, geez, that was probably <laughs> Rude. Maybe. He's going to be crying himself to sleep. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess Jeez. like six years old. You should take it easy, I'll go. But uh, he, <laughs> okay, yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's uh, got a man crush on him. He's awesome. So my point being that, that it was, he associated legacy with somebody remembering who you are. And, mm-hmm. and I would, I think that it can go further than that. I think you can have a lasting ripple effect that extends beyond yourself um, where it's not necessarily associated with your name. It's just the effect that you had in the world. And uh, for me, I, I mean, this is, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of at a, I'm on the struggle bus here trying to figure this part out. Like, mm-hmm. cause, so, because I, you know, I want, I want to mean something. I want to matter. And I think that's why I like doing this. And so when I take like a, a small little, let's just take, for example, let's take the don't say no to your kids when they want to create a memory with you. Right. I am so honored by the countless uh, comments that we're getting uh, on our podcast. So people are like, this is what I'm doing now. And they're telling their stories. Yeah. You know, that this is my, I, I, this is, I, I'm taking your advice now and now I'm signed up for this class and stuff like that. I think it's mm-hmm. amazing. I do think it's amazing, but here's the deal. If they're doing this and they're acting a little bit different, maybe there's a chance that somebody's witnessing them do that thing. And they say, what, what is this shift you have? And they're like, well, there's this podcast you listen to with impulse and skizzle man. And, uh, that, you know, skiz said this, said this line that impacted me. And then maybe it rubbed off onto that person, but more importantly, maybe what they're doing is setting a, an example for their own kids that when their mm-hmm. kids become parents, they have no idea who schizo man is, but they might adopt what their, what their parents did because their parents listened to this. To me, that is almost like, a, we almost need a different word than legacy because nobody's going to be able to associate my name with it. And I'm 100% fine with that. Yeah. It's the idea that you said it in the beginning. I do. I do want to leave the world a little bit better because I was here. It, this is going to sound crazy, dude. I've, this is how I've treated all my jobs. Right. This is what I say when I, in my interview or whenever I have a new boss, I say, my objective is to make you really glad that you have me. (laughs) I I, I want this company to be better. I want this company to always say we made the right decision hiring him. I kind of look at life the same way. I want to leave and be like, okay, it's a little bit better, just a little bit better because, because of some stuff I did, you know, hopefully I'm doing that. (laughs) I had a similar disposition, like in interviews and stuff. And it was always, my answer was always like, I want to help people like live better, like have, like make their lives better. And I did that through the one skill that I had because of school and college and everything, which was software development. So I would develop software so that their, their day-to-day job was easier through the software I, I created. And so it was just that, like that mantra of if I could make somebody's life better, it makes me happy. And now in the the new realm that I'm in with content creation, I, I'm starting to to get that too, where, you know, people are just like, oh, I'm not feeling well today. Thank, thank goodness you're streaming to, yeah. to get my, my mind off it or to give me something to, to be entertained with and stuff. And so I'm like, oh, just by me going live and playing a video game, like it made their day better. And yeah. that's like intrinsically like what I've always craved 
uh, you know, and throughout my entire life is just to, to make others feel, you know, their lives better. Yeah. So like I get to do it in a totally different way now, which is, which is cool, but uh, it's, it's always been the same goal that I've had. Yeah. You are getting a lot of pleasure out of um, bringing great things to the world. And that's, as your friend, it's a very proud moment for me to, to watch you do that. You have something coming up here. I don't know if you want to dive into it, but you have a big thing coming up. Big thing up coming here. up. Oddly enough, uh, this podcast will be released on the day it begins. Oh, so. yeah, it will. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you, you're able to get it edited in time. We, we're a little I late will. recording this because you were just getting over being sick. And yeah. So oh, I'm glad you recovered. So I'll get it done. Back. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, doing a, a charity event for No Kid Hungry. It's basically to help feed kids in need. And um, it, it was, I was approached at the right time. I was, I was at a place where I, I was starting to have this realization that I wanted to get, do more, you know, and give back and things like that. Like I've, I, it took me a long time. I've, I was very, very selfish until I turned like 40. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I, like I finally am starting to turn that, that card over and, and realize that, you know, there's more to this life than what I can do for myself. And so anyway, I was able to get involved with this charity and we're going to do a 24 hour live stream. So if you're listening to this podcast, the day it came out, um, I'll probably be live for the next 24 hours yeah. <laughs> trying to raise some money to, to feed these kids. I mean, last year we raised over a hundred thousand dollars and that, that was able to make a, a million meals. Uh, they, they were able to like for a, what a less than a dollar a meal or whatever. No, 10 cents, 10 cents a meal. Somehow they, they did. Anyway, uh, we fed a bunch of kids, a, a whole bunch of kids yeah, and, and, and we get to do it again. So that's what I was going to say. It's not your first time doing it. It's your right. second time doing it. And, and, uh, last time I remember, and I'm be helping again this year, but all I do is I come in for like an hour or so just so you can stretch your legs. Right. I come in like, literally, literally yeah. that's what I, that's what I, I will be doing when yeah. you take over is I will be on the, the treadmill for an hour. Yeah, you just yeah, just get you get you a <laughs> break. to wake me up and get some exercise, get yep. some blood flowing after sitting in a chair. Yeah. yeah, and I remember so I like I'll be honest, like if I stream for three or four hours, I'm pretty I'm pretty exhausted afterwards. I really am, you know. And I mean, I have a lot of fun doing it, but I'm pretty exhausted. Last year when I came in, I think you'd been going for I don't know, a, ten to eleven to a twelve hours. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what point I came in. I remember coming into it just to give you the relief that you needed. I was there for an hour or two, whatever it was. Uh, and I remember having a great time because the, the, the folks that put this together are second to none, mm-hmm. What they put, what they put together for this is unbelievable. And I remember doing this and being like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm all done. I gave him his break. Now he's back and have a great rest of it. I went on with my life. I went to bed. <laughs> I think I could, I could even categorize it as, and I slept in, like I got up around like full night eight. Sleep. Yeah. Full <laughs> night sleep. I got up. I didn't even think about you for a while. It was like, like I was up for like an hour. I'm like, oh yeah, he's still doing that thing. And I went and I tuned and I'm like. And he's still going. He's still, how is he doing this? I didn't and fall I, asleep on camera. Yay. You didn't fall asleep on camera. And and then your, your whole next probably day or two, maybe three days was probably off kilter. Because um, oh, yeah. when you stay up that long and, and you, and then what did you do? You, you, you signed up for another one. Yeah. And that's, I think that's impressive, man. And and when we talk about legacy, that's a piece of it. You're, you see, and this is another thing. All those meals that are being provided are going to be provided to countless people who have no idea who you are. Right. Right. So I think, I think we need to almost remove our name from the equation in regards to what it is to leave a legacy. And I'm not trying to redefine what a legacy is. I'm just suggesting that you can leave a lasting impression and it doesn't have to be associated with who you are. Um, I want you to think, and I'll, I'll give you a second. I'll, I'll go first, but I'm going to just say it outright. Try to think about who has a lasting, who has had a lasting impression on you in your life, whether it was somebody that you knew or somebody, you know, whatever. Hmm. Uh, think about that for a second. I'm going to give you a couple of mine. 
Um, okay. So one of one of mine is I've mentioned in passing here and there that I when I was younger I was used to do gymnastics. I was really really bad at it. Right. I, I enjoyed it very much, but I didn't start till I was a junior in high school, so I was already six foot two. I mean, I was really fit and everything, but it was that's just are you kidding me? <laughs> Gymnastics is not for the tall and it's definitely not for the tall and old. And a junior in high school is a, a, a great grandfather when it comes to what age you should start gymnastics. Right. So I was really bad, but I really enjoyed it very much. Uh, the coach is, I don't know how to, so coach McCarthy was his name. Um, hopefully still is his name. I'll, I'll just say that he was one of those guys where he was like 55 years old at the time. And he could just outrun out muscle. He could, he could have crushed anybody in the in the in the class. He was just so fit. He was just so amazing. Well, he had a lot of one liners and he had certain dispositions on how I should be conducting my life that resonate with me to this day, right? And one of his things that that he would say, and I still so when my life starts to get kind of disorganized now, even to this day, dude, I I hear his voice and 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 he's had this growling voice and I can hear him saying, "Organize your life." That's what he would say if ever I <laughs> came into class late or I was I was in the wrong spot for stretching or whatever. If I showed the slightest bit of chaos, he would say, "Organize your life." Like he would just <laughs> but he did it in such a caring, loving way that all it made me want to do was organize my life for him. And so what he didn't realize is that it could be argued he was setting his own legacy cuz here I am in my 40s and he's still having this lasting impact on me. Now that's a guy I knew, you know what I mean? That's a guy mm -hmm. I knew. I never had the good fortune of meeting my, um, one of my grandparents, my, my mom's dad, he, he passed before I was born. I never got, I got, never got to know him, but the stories in general in regards to who he was as an individual, that can be argued as a legacy. Like he, I don't have grandkids and hopefully I will one day. He's one of the examples of how I want to be a grandfather. And I never even got to meet him. You know what I mean? But I hear how he was with my brothers. I, I I hear how he was with all of his grandkids and just how involved he was and who he was. And then they used to tell me when I was younger, man, he would have loved you because I was so involved in so many sports or like he would have been at every practice, every game, yeah. you know? And I remember being like, yeah, that's, that's what that's supposed to be. That's what I want to do. And I never even got to meet him. So this is a <laughs> dude that left a legacy to somebody who doesn't had never had the good fortune of meeting him. What well, about you? Well, I mean, I have met this person, and I don't even want to say it because he's sitting two feet in front of you me. You stop that. <laughs> I don't want to fill your head up. <laughs> obviously, obviously, our relationship is going to leave and has a, a huge impression on how I have tried to lead my life and, and be better because of uh, of you. Mm -hmm. I, I've always looked up to you. I mean, that's how we met, right? You were my section leader, and I always looked up to you from the day we met. Still do. Let's just put that aside because I don't want you to, no, to your head to get any better. No more. But uh, but the, otherwise, thinking about um, some things that had impact in my my past, I kind of had the same story with a, a coach when I was very young, and um, not that this fixed me because I still do this, but I, I had the tendency to always make excuses why things were not my fault. Mm. It was my basketball coach, right? So. Uh, you know, making a play and and I throw a bad pass or whatever. And and it was all he was supposed to be in that spot or whatever. It wasn't my fault ever. You know, yeah. I was probably like in fifth grade. Uh, I don't know how old. Uh, but and and he would he would get on me because he's, he was like he was really trying to drive own it. Like when you make a mistake, own it, own up to it. Don't blame other people. And so I try to catch myself now when I do that. You know, thinking back to to him pulling me aside and giving me that talk that I, I I needed because if you think I'm bad now, I mean I was really really bad back then. Uh, so he did have an impression on me. And, and then when you started talking about um, 
your grandparent, your great grandparent. Uh, no, my grandparent, my mom's your, dad. Your, oh, your mom's okay. Your yeah. grandparent. I started to think about um, my wife's grandpa, who I I only got to know for a few years, but like he was just such a kind soul, like so inviting. Um, they would throw these like family get-togethers once a year, and so I would go up and and um, we'd get together, and just he would he would invite everybody on his land, and like he just took care of everything. Wow, it was just amazing. And we're not talking like a handful of people; we're talking a lot of people. And he would make sure that everybody's having a good time, and it was just like you could just see as he went around, he knew everybody's name, and and I'm talking like his obviously his kids, but his grandkids and nieces, nephews, everybody. He knew everybody's name. He'd taken that time to like. Like he came up to me the first year I was there and was talking to me about, you know, oh, I heard you're a drummer and all this stuff. And he knew things about me. And I'm like, I've never met this guy. He was just so caring and so like into other people and not himself. You could tell that I was just like, man, I want to be like that guy. That's awesome. I did that. Yeah, me too. Like I can't remember people's names to save my life, you know. (laughs) But here he is like not only names, but like probably birthdays and hobbies and everything. I was like, wow, this person really cares about other humans. I dig that. I need more of that. (laughs) Yeah. And so think about that. Think about like, like marinate on this question for a little bit while I answer my own question. Uh, What do you want to be remembered for? You kind of just answered it, but I think there's probably a little bit more to it. But when people talk about you, what do you want to be remembered for? And I think about like, what, you know, what do I, what's always been important to me? You know what I mean? And, and what do I want to be remembered for? And I think about back when I was young and one thing that I always was as a, as a kid is I've always been like perpetually nice to people. Right. And that was just something as a very, like very early on, I just knew that I just, I wanted to make people feel good. I really did. And I, and I think that plays right into how much I enjoy making people laugh. I, I laughter uh, is, it's synonymous with a massage. I like to, I like to like, if my wife is tense, I like to, I really like to massage her shoulders. I like the idea that I'm doing something that's having this effect on your body that is very positive and that sets you at ease or feels good or whatever. Laughter is kind of similar. Like you don't even, you can't, I can't massage you and it not feel good. Uh, when I make you laugh and you're in people, when people are laughing, they're happy. If, even if for a temporary moment, they're happy. And the fact that they don't even have a choice, I'm just, I'm kind of in control of them, if you will. I like that. And I remember a good buddy of mine, um, his name's Cameron and I've known him since I was in fourth grade. And I remember this, this is many years ago. We were probably in high school and he said out of the clear blue sky, we have known, I've known him for a long time at this point. And I don't even know what this came from. I don't even know why we were on the topic. And he said, you are the nicest person I've ever known. And I was just like, dude, I'm telling you, it touched me so much. Cause I was like, I don't make this conscious effort to be kind to people. I just, I enjoy being kind to people because sometimes the world sucks and I don't want to be part of the suck. Mm -hmm. And so I, I enjoy being kind to people. And, and even though I can be a little rough around the edges or whatever, uh, there's, there's been other people have said something similar to where when they say that my, my, my point being when they say that, uh, and like when Cameron said, he said, you're the, you're the nicest person I've ever known. I'm like, that's, that's the impression I'm leaving. You know what I mean? To where if I was gone and people had to talk about me, I guess what I would like to hear people say is, um, I would like to hear that I was, I was kind and I, I wanted just the best for those around me. I would like to believe that, uh, I'd like to be remembered as funny. I would, you know, I, I get a lot of joy out of making people laugh and, mm-hmm. 
And I, I'll be honest, I, I, this is the arrogant side of me. I would like to be remembered as being a little wise, you know, not, not overly so, but a little bit. And so when I was younger, I used to have people say like, you're, you know, you're wise beyond your years, which is a nice thing to say or whatever. But I remember thinking, am I, or am I just full of it? You know what I mean? But, but I, but I was like, no, I think I'm imposter. Yeah. Yeah. Sneaking in right there. Yeah. But there's also, I mean, sometimes it's true. Sometimes you're, you're full of it, you know, but, (laughs) but I remember anytime somebody would say that, I remember being like, that's, that's where I want to be. I don't need to be super wealthy. I don't need to be super good looking. I don't need to be super fit. I just want to have a really good impact on my sphere of influence. And I, and then I want that sphere of influence to be as, as large as possible. And I think that's why I lean into this world, the podcast world, the YouTube world, mm-hmm. the streaming world is because there's just, you can reach a, a larger audience. And I get a lot of feedback during the streams um, in my comments of thank you for your, you know, your constant positive energy. It doesn't mean that I'm this, you know, it's just, I'm always gleeful everywhere. It doesn't mean that. It does mean that the vibe that I want to put out there in the world is the best part, the, the best slice of my pie, which is bringing happiness, bringing laughter, yeah. double the laughter, right? Do things like that. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. I was going to say, didn't you have Operation Double the Laughter? I did, yeah. And then also I want to double down on that, that energy piece because every time I've tuned into your stream, I'm just like, wow, where does he get this energy from? <laughs> like, I, you know, I, I just, I feel like I'm, I don't have it anymore. Like that ability to, to just exude all that that energy you do. And I tune in, I'm like, wow, he's going for it. That's awesome. And that's it. Cause you just, you just want to bring up the, the vibe, that level of, of energy for everyone. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, for me, I, I think I kind of already said it. It was just to, to like help make other people's lives better. That's, that's really what I want to be known for is, is, you know, either I created something that made their lives better, or I, I did something to lift their spirits which which help them through their day, you know. I, uh, we've I've I've uh, been doing this long enough. We've I think we both have heard stories of people that were kind of at their wits' end. I won't get into to details, but um, and they just happened to catch us at the right time, yeah. And say that, and, and we happen to say the right things to to um, turn their whole mindset around and keep going, you know, because we talked about that too, perseverance and everything like that. But um, like when I hear those things, I'm like. I never thought I would be in this space, right? I, I I went to school to develop software. I thought maybe I could make some apps that that people would dig, yeah. you know, and, and maybe make their day better, you know. And somehow ended up here where you and I are now having these conversations that are changing people's lives, and 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 we're hearing these testimonials, and it's just like, no, actually, this is it. This is what I want to do. Yeah, like forever, you know. And and if I can. Uh, spread a message to make the world a better place in any way possible. That's what I want to do. You know, call it philanthropy, uh, call it what you will. But I mean, like that excites me now. The idea that, you know, the the idea that we can uh, raise money to help kids in need, the idea that maybe there's other things we can do down the road to to help the planet. You know, I mean, we had um, Mr. Beast, yep. right? That was exactly show, who I was just thinking Show of. the world like this is what you should do if you get to a place like this, right? Mm-hmm. You should do this kind of stuff and, and give back and help, right? I mean, he's got a whole channel dedicated to the philanthropy stuff that he does. And then team trees and team, team tree sees it's like, yeah, that's it. Like, that's it. That's like, I can't imagine him seeing the results of, of these things that he's kicked off and not being just like super happy with himself. Like I, I don't see him being on his deathbed being like, 
gosh, I wish we could have, you know, planted more trees or whatever. I think that he's done just a fantastic job. So mm-hmm. I, I really look up to, to him as, as a bit of an idol in that space. And it's where I want to go. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to continue to hopefully experience enough success that I can continue to grow in that space and do more for the world. Yeah. You know, I like that. So th- now let me ask you this, because you kind of answered it a little bit. Um, What would you, oh, if you had the, I don't even know how to phrase this. What is the perfect legacy to be left behind by Imp and Skiz? By this in general, like, like literally just this, this duo, because when I look at, when I read all these comments, when I see, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, um, what, wow, what a friendship this is. You know what I mean? And, and there's, there's, uh, <laughs> like, I'm seeing a lot of positive things in regards to just the dynamic. It's not just two microphones. Right. It's, it's obviously a lot of history and we don't always get along. And sometimes, sometimes we argue, I mean, that's, this is normal, but, but in regards to when people think of Imp and Skiz, I mean, I kind of, it's not really a good comparison, but Abbott and Costello, they left a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That like, to me, Abbott and Costello, like they left what it is for two people to, from a comedic standpoint, uh, gel so, so well that it's almost paranormal. Right. And you think about this, when you think of, of, of them, their timing, this was, this was, there wasn't cuts, you know what I mean? Like a lot of what they did was a single take and it can only be classified as pure genius. And so those two were so good together and the legacy that they left behind was the, the perfect duo, you mm-hmm. know, and there's been, there's been some since, I mean, there's been several since, right. We, we've, we've covered this, covered this before, but um, I, I'll tell you with us, I, I do, I kind of want to be, I want our legacy to be, two really close friends that just made it happen. I mean, just, just made, made <laughs> yeah. it in by it. I mean, that's up to us. And, and, and it can be everything you just talked about. I like the idea of our, our, our uh, reach getting um, so wide, so widespread that we were running our own charities. We're doing our own, you know, things like yeah. that. And that's because I'm with you. I want to cause those fi- positive vibes. I want to do good for the world. And if, and there's no amount of good that can be done. I just want to keep on going, you know, almost, almost to the degree of a sickness. You know, I, I almost wanted to almost like be a sickness because I, if you, I don't, I'm with you, dude. If I, if somebody, if I was able to build a bank of like $50 million, would I live in a huge mansion? You know what? I, I, I don't think so. I really don't think so, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it would consume me. Maybe a dark side of me would come out because I don't even understand that level of money. Right. Who knows? Um, I would like to think it wouldn't. And I, I, because just buying yourself a bunch of crap is a, is a lonely existence that, and by the way, if you're somebody who just buys yourself a bunch of crap, that's okay too. That's what you want to do. That's fine. For me, it would be a lonely gig. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It would be, it would be a really lonely gig to just have all my cars in the garage and my, my big giant, huge quiet mansion, you know, like that. <laughs> I, I like everything that you just said in regards to use the power that you have and just, just stretch it to its means to bring the most positive stuff to the world that you possibly can, because our time is limited. I think we're here. To, I think we're here to do good. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I like that idea of uh, people in keeping our names together, you know, as, yeah. a, as a, as a duo, because I think that's, that's what makes us different. You know, I mean, how many people have friends that they met in high school, you know, not everybody does. Yeah. Right. The, and we've been together basically. I mean, how many jobs have we worked at together? Quite and few, you can count actually. this now, I suppose, I know. Yeah. right? Like this, this counts. This cool. is somewhat a job, but it doesn't ever feel like one. That's the best part. Yeah. I mean, we, t- we talk about it uh, almost constantly. Like 
what kind of stuff we could do if if this is all all we did like it was both you know like you didn't have your day job and you know i we i didn't have like a, a three other channels to manage and stuff yeah. and we could just focus on on imp and skiz like the amount of stuff we could do would be you know amazing it'd be so much fun and i think we would just we would slaughter it i i think we should tell i think we should tell the audience like you came over and, and you spent the day in my 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 studio as i like to call it mm-hmm. today and i i i liked it too much I liked it way too much. <laughs> that was funny when you said that. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's honestly really messed with my head because like this is what I want every day to look like. And and yeah, we're not there yet. But if we keep this up and and, and hopefully the, the audience continues to support us in the way that they have and spread the word and everything like that. And this grows into something even bigger. I mean, imagine, imagine what we can do. And that's in the stuff that we could do, I feel is what our legacy would end up being. You know, the, yeah. the content. Hopefully this podcast is part of the, the legacy we, can, we leave behind. Hopefully all the content that we've done on the Infant Skiz channel, all the Minecraft stuff that, that you know, we released a Skyblock Evolution this week that was just absolutely hilarious. I've seen comments left and right already. People cracking up and spitting out their coffee first thing in the morning yeah. as they watch it. Like, know. like that's the stuff. That's yeah. the stuff. It, it, it jazzes me. Um, if I had a bank account of $50 million, I... It wouldn't make me feel any better about myself. What would make me feel better is if I still had the passion to create content with my best friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what drives me. Yeah. And I want to, I want to do it for, I I don't care if we're, we're on our deathbeds. If you know what I mean? Like if we have to come into the studio and walk with walkers and, and you know, oxygen tubes because we're barely alive anymore. <laughs> I still want to make content together. Yeah. You know? No, I dig it. I, that, that's, um, I think like think of 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 people in the future who are starting up it does it could be content creation it could just be a business or or whatever and maybe they listen to a lot of our podcasts or they watch a lot of our videos and they watch us bicker and get along and <laughs> and do that and maybe maybe in their journey with their best friend of trying to start a business or go on some sort of similar endeavor they run into a snag and they fall into that pitfall of it's got to be my way and no it's got to be my way yeah. and then they're like hold on wait 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 what would infant skis do? You know what I mean? <laughs> like that could be part of our legacy. Yeah. Is that, is that it, it's the reason we, we're never trying to best the other person. We're just not, unless it's like an actual competitive game where you win every time because I hate you, but it, we're never, <laughs> we're never trying to actually best the other person. We're only concerned about what's the, what's the best product. Right. What are we supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the, heated conversations that people hardly ever get a chance to see unless we're just joking with each other on stream um, have always been for that exact purpose, right? Whether it's, it's you and I going back and forth on what the best topic for next week's podcast might be, or the, the title of our, our video or the way the thumbnail looks or whatever, right? It's always because we want to make sure that we're at least trying to be the best we can and put out the best product. Like you said, so I mean, gosh, uh, we, we do this with the with the podcast, you know, like constantly just like, what can we do better? Lighting, cameras, audio. What 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 can we do better? Because we want this to be like the best product out there. You know, we may not be getting number one podcast ratings just yet. But if we don't put in the kind of effort and, and, and care yeah. that we that we have been and continue to keep going, right? That's the other thing we we promise we continue to keep going. And even though last week you were really, really sick and we couldn't record, we at least had something, you yeah. know, and that was us just coming together. Resilience, you know, came, came, came back and, and we were able to do it. But like, that's just our drive yeah. because ultimately that's what we want to do. We want to create this product that is 
ultimately going to be our legacy. And it's going to be doing exactly what we just talked about that we want to do. We want to make people's lives better. You want to make people laugh. You know what I mean? And honestly, I've told you this from like the day we sat in our first class, a technical class, and, and you were like obviously bored learning code that like your your world's in entertainment. Like yeah. you need to be in the world of entertainment. We, we were in school, technical school, because we needed to get a job and make money and support our families. Yeah. But what we were placed here for, I now believe to be this journey. Yeah. And, and this is where like, yeah, on my, I, like I, this is, I always would imagine that day, that day, the end of the, the end of your life, right? You're on your, on your bed, deathbed. And you've been told this is the last moments of your life and what you're going to think, what you're going to look back on. And are you going to have any regrets? Right. We've all, we've all heard, heard that no regrets. And I honestly think that like this path that I'm on now and that we're on now with the podcast and is, is it like, I think like this is, this is everything for me and I'm going to be happy now. That's excellent, dude. I'm going to come join you, dude. I'm going, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quitting until I'm there because this is I'm with you. Oh well, yeah, well, obligations. Right? Like we we have to make sure, you know, uh, that that we're taking care of everything. But you're working so hard, and and I did too. You know, like mm-hmm. we talked about that. You know, had to had to basically work two jobs, and and you're doing it. Like you're you're still streaming like crazy. You're doing this pod. This podcast we've mentioned it. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time to to do. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like it's so worth it. And uh, you, yeah, you just going i feel i do i know and because i've been doing i've been doing the the two jobs for many many years now and i don't i gotta tell you dude there's i'm not i mean you used to say a lot that you're afraid i'm gonna quit and i really appreciate that you say that i'm not going to i'm not i already know i'm not going to because if i if i'm gonna if i quit on this i'm just then that's me quitting on life because because my eyes have been opened yeah i'm Mm -hmm. with you this is what i'm supposed to be doing whether it's it's just I, you know, I've got, I've got to create something. I've got to be entertained. I've got to bring smiles. I've got to bring laughs. I have to do that. I have to bring insightful thinking. I have to do that or I'm not doing anything is how I feel mm-hmm. right now. I'm extremely blessed to have the job I have. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not, that's not lost on me. I'm very blessed, but unfortunately my eyes have been open to where that world is ruined for me because that, that world used to be my world. I thought life was yeah. about work, hard work and, and, Hard work has a ton. I mean, it's everything has a ton of merit, but if the, if the con, if what you're working on, how about this? If what you're working on doesn't bring you passion and the fact that it doesn't bring you passion brings you misery, then you've got to course correct. If it doesn't bring you passion and you don't care because you're like, oh, it's just a job. I'm fine. That's, that's okay. Boy, I'll be honest. I admire that. I really, I, I do. I've known when I used to, I used to work at Costco when I was younger and um, the day I got hired, I knew it was going to be temporary as a young kid. And I ended up working there seven years. It's a, it was a good clip when I was younger because Costco is a great place, a great business. And there was this lady, she was so sweet and she worked on the dock. And so I was there for about three years at this time. And I was like, man, I've been here three years. That's an eternity. You know what I mean? That's what it felt like. I was a young kid. She had been counting inventory for 22 years. So the, the trucks would come into the back of Costco and they unload and somebody has got to count all that stuff. And I'm sure there's better technology now, but she would be there with a clipboard and a pencil and she would count everything and mark it and log it. And I remember being like, this is probably the most miserable person I can possibly find. You got to talk to her. She's as sweet as they come. And I remember being like, 
you have no idea how much I envy you. You have no idea how much I envy you. So that's why I say, if what you're doing doesn't bring you passion and the fact that it doesn't bring you passion brings you misery, you need to find a way to course correct. But if it doesn't bring you passion and you're okay with it, that's great. That that really is great. It doesn't have to be this huge, deep, meaningful thing. But I'm willing to bet that everybody, and we've said this before, everybody knows that they have something to offer, something that they want to leave behind. Yeah. You know, you got to find it. You got to squeeze. Yeah. Yeah, the odd thing was, it's like, I, I just said like, oh, now now I've discovered like, oh, this is what I want to do, right? I didn't know that 10 years ago. Sure, sure. I had no clue. I was the same as you. I was like, oh, I think I think writing software or maybe I'll move on to be a program manager or, or maybe even a, a, a boss, you know, a manager, an actual, a regular manager. You know, I thought I'd do that. I'd follow that, that natural path, right? Climb yeah. the corporate ladder and my bonuses will get bigger and I'll buy, you know, Tesla's at bonus time, whatever. <laughs> right. I thought that was going to be the way, uh, the, the way for me. And then suddenly I got introduced to this world and I never saw it coming. And I, I, I'll, I never admitted it to myself, like almost up until the day that I quit that, that last job, I wouldn't admit to myself that this is what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I always said, Oh, this is just a hobby. It's, you know, whatever. It's just something I do on the side for fun. And, and, but like, I would never admit like, no, I actually want to be a full-time content creator. I wouldn't say it because I was, I was scared. I was scared to admit it, you know? And you know me, like I, I try not to hope for the best or or, or like say that I try to like prepare for the worst instead of hoping for the best sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like let down. It's just just a shield I put up. Yes. That's what it is. That's what that was. You, we would get in arguments over it. Yeah. You would say, it's just a hobby. And finally, that one day, far before you were made it anywhere near you are now, uh, I finally, I said, would you shut up? <laughs> I was just, I was like, I'm so done with you. Say, it's not just a hobby. This is what you're doing. This is what you're chasing. Mm-hmm. Just admit it. And don't, don't, I would, I was like yelling at you. I was like, stop saying that it's just a hobby so that if it fails, it means that you didn't actually lose. Right. You have to just embrace that. This is what you want, dude. And I, and, and I, dude, I'm not nowhere near it. And I say it all the time. I'm like, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I'm yeah. going for. This is what I'm fighting for. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, just, just admit <laughs> this is what you want. It's okay that this is what you want. Just want it and go get it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's one of those things too. It's like, okay, what are, what are my parents going to think? What are my, what's my wife and kids going to think? What are my wife's parents going to think when it's like, oh no, I'm going to quit this job. That's totally, well, totally secure. It's, it's pretty secure. I've been there for a long time and, and it's going the right direction for this other thing that you're no way you're going to understand what a content creator is and does. And even then, you know, uh, the whole 15 minutes of fame thing is always going to be in the back of, of everyone's head, you know, is this going to be over tomorrow? And and I got to just go back. So yeah, it was, it's, it's just scary to admit, but yeah, it just had the, you know, even though, you know, you're telling me like, just admit it. Like it, it took a bit of an epiphany on my part to really internalize it. Like, I didn't want to agree with you. I didn't want to accept what you were telling me. Yeah. I had to come to terms with it myself. And now that I have, that's why I wanted to talk about legacy today because it's like, this is it for me. I know what it is now. Like as long as I continue to pursue this and for as long as I can, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. And I'll be even 10 times happier if my best buddy's there with me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, he hopes to be there. The, uh, that's you it, it just just the way you didn't see it coming, you don't know what's coming, right? And that could, I mean, there could be something in the future for Inman Skiz that we never saw coming, right? 
you know, yeah. and we got to roll with it. Yeah. We could be YouTube's next like chefs, you know, we, we could, <laughs> we could, uh, get into snorkeling scuba dive. Like oh my God. there's a lot of things we could just end up being, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know what you laugh, but it, you don't know, dude. I'm telling you, you don't, you don't, there could be in some whole new passion that we end up finding that, that this journey got us there. This yeah. is just, this may just be another lily pad that we're hopping upon, And that'd be okay. You know, as yeah. long as, as long as the next lily pad that we end up on is what brings us joy. Yeah. Right. And as long as we're still delivering at our core values, you know, making the world a better place for people, making people laugh and all those things, as long as that's still involved, I think we're going to be happy with, with the next, whatever the next thing is. Yeah. But I'd like this to stay for a while. I would too, but my, but think about the word a while. I would like this to stay for a while for us, but I'd like this to stay a whole long, like Abbott and Costello have been gone for generations, but we're still saying their name. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and we're still talking about, and it makes me wonder, think about this, dude. I don't know who they were inspired by. They may have been inspired by a duo that we've never heard their name. This is what I'm talking about, yeah. how it, sometimes you just have this lasting effect. So recognize what it is that you're, you're you got to go find it sometimes, but recognize what it is that you're, you're here to do and, and just squeeze, like I said, because that's what you're supposed to be doing, man. We know we're not like we, I said one time we were, I don't know if we was a naked and scared episode or in our, our Minecraft or if it was skyblock. I really don't know, but I said something like on the fly and somebody in the comments was just like, that's a quote I'll remember forever. And it was like, I just said it on the fly, but I said, I said something like living is not just avoiding death. That's, that's staying alive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that, that was, that was my whole point is I, if all you're trying to do is avoid death, you're not living, you're just staying alive. That's, that's totally different. That's why I'm like every day is such a gift. Every single day is such a gift. And yeah. every time you open your eyes, you got to be like, this is, this is another day that I'm going to go pursue it or do something in that direction. And, and if the day ends and you did nothing in there, and I tell you, I have countless days like that, countless in my life. That was, that was a waste of time. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and I'm not, a, I, it's so funny because I have these moments, I have these deep moments with my wife all the time. And and I, and I, I think I do have a gift. I really do. I think, I think my gift is to bring smiles, to bring laughter, to bring some wisdom. I, I know I can speak very well. I know that I can influence and stuff like that. And, uh, I said to my wife and I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm just forthcoming here. We're not going to go into this, but I'm not a deeply religious person. I have no problem with that. I'm just not myself a deeply religious person. Uh, but I do have an inevitable belief in a higher power. Or I do believe in God. I just, I can't shake it. It's something about me. I just can't shake. Right. And I said to um, my wife, I said, I know what my gifts are. And I feel like every day I don't use them to better the world. I'm spitting in God's face. Like that's what, and she just like, you know, she's, it was a hard moment, you know, but yeah. I was like, I was like kind of going through my own little crisis. And I'm like, I just, I gotta, I gotta turn a dial here. I can't waste any more days, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm, that's, that's what I was thinking when. When I wanted to, you know, I, I came up with this idea for this podcast to talk about legacy. And it was because I was realizing the same kind of thing that like there was a lot of time I spend like not fulfilling my legacy, what I want my legacy to be. And it was it was just like, OK, well, if if we're living and we started this podcast by saying, OK, we're, we're going to die. Right. Our, our days are numbered. We don't know how many. We don't know what that number is. Uh, it could be tomorrow, which means we should probably make the most of today. And, and if tomorrow comes, 
make the most of that day and, and the day after yes. and the day after until yeah. until we do finally meet our end. And so by, by realizing that, I started to reflect on like how much, and you mentioned it, how much time do we waste, right? Not not fulfilling our goals and not going after what we see, what we want and things like that. And then I realized, oh man, uh, there's actually quite a bit of fluff yeah. that, that I could cut. And, and, and by doing that, you know, I, I could spend more time with my family, uh, growing our relationships there, teaching my kids good habits, um, you know, making sure my wife is happy, things like that. And, and the rest of my extended family, you know, making sure that, that I have those connections still alive. I could be uh, out there trying to grow the the content creation space, right? So that more people can be reached and we can do more good in the world. Uh, there's just so many things. But here I am just like scrolling Twitter or whatever uh, and doing these things. And I'm like, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I need to to cut out. You know, like if if everything to me is like, you know, beside family making content then I probably should spend less time consuming and more time creating. Yeah. Right. So I've been trying to like challenge myself. Okay. You know, I do still enjoy watching a couple YouTube videos here and there, but you know, should I be, you know what I mean? Or can I multitask that and at least still get something else done? You know, I don't want to completely cut out things that bring me joy either. Right. You know, there's a space for that and you need to kind of understand where the balance is. Yes. Not it. That is life, right? You like have trying to, to figure out yeah. where your balance is and, and you know, they, we call it like work life balance, but it's more than that. It's, it's balancing your mental health. It's balancing your relationships and it's balancing your profession, profession, professional life. And it's tough. It's like those things constantly get out of balance in my world. And I find myself getting to the point to where I completely have to just stop and then readjust. And and sometimes it's pretty dramatic, you know? Yeah. You know, um, have you seen, and I talked earlier, it's like, almost, like that you're talking about, like, that's an obsessive level at that point. It's, I mean, you can't, you can't, you gotta give yourself a little leeway when it comes to enjoying a video here and there. And mm-hmm. that's, um, this is such a radical example. It doesn't get any more radical than this. So forgive me. But when I think of what we're talking about in regards to being obsessive about doing good, um, it, Schindler's List comes to mind, right? That is one of the most powerful movies of all time. And um, towards the end of the movie, as, as you remember, you know, Schindler is using all, all the resources at his disposal to, to bring the Jews out of the concentration camps. I mean, everything he possibly, he's a very wealthy man, and he wants to do everything he can to get them out of these concentration camps, save as many lives as he can. This is not a fictitious story. This, this is what this is. I mean, you want to talk about a legacy. And towards the end of the movie, after the immense good that he had done, the at, at great, great risk. I mean, the highest risk you can imagine, which let me just level. Nothing about what we do here can compare to that. That's not lost on me. Um, at the end he's still not happy with what he has, has done and the amount of the, the insurmountable lives that he had saved. And he's like, this watch, this watch can get two more. Like he's trying, he's stripping himself of everything he has left because that's an obsessive level. And you start to realize like, Oh, he, I don't think he was ever going to be happy. He did so much good. All he did was so many, imagine this, all the lives that he saved. Imagine all those people went on and had their own families. I mean, the countless lives that exist because of, what he did, you know? And so I think about it. It's like, that was an interesting part of it. Cause I, that, I will say this. I don't know if the end of that movie reflected, I don't know how accurate that was. Right. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the movie, what he does at the end there was like what he has been doing this whole movie is an absolute good. 
um, the most selfless thing you can think of. And it came an absolute overbearing obsession with him to where, like I said, he was stripping off his, his own being his own possessions to see what, what, what can I do with this? What can, you know, mm-hmm. what, who can I bribe with this watch so that I can get more out? You know, it was, it was one of those things. So again, not comparing it, but in terms of you watching a few videos or breathing a little bit, you have to be able to, you got to be able to breathe. You got to be able to yeah. do that. But if doing that ends up bringing you some misery because you feel like you're squandering more time than maybe we need to have a talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like I said, it's all about, it's all about balance. Right? Yeah. That, there's intrinsically we need we need that we need that downtime we need we need the things in our lives that bring us joy even if they aren't uh, innately productive right yeah they they are they're just productive in a different way and uh, you just have to shift your perspe- your perspective on that time yeah is all but sometimes scrolling Twitter is not the best use of my time either or reading every single comment <laughs> yeah. you brought up is not not always the best use of my time I I, I just. I feel bad if somebody leaves, you know, they took the time to leave a comment and I didn't take time to read it. You know, that's yeah. just me being a people pleaser. Yeah. That's different. Um, but I, I, I just, I like people's feedback as well. Too, yeah, so. you do. Unless it's negative, then they get banned. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this was, this was a, this was a deep one. You know, I wasn't sure how, where this would go when, when we I never just, know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like didn't really, we didn't, we never like plot out like, Oh, here's our agenda for this podcast. And here's the points we want to hit. I, I love that about our podcast. I mentioned that in last week's podcast when I did the little remix of, of our past segments. And I said, that's, I said, that's what we do. We get together, we have a topic, but after that we just riff, Yeah, you know, and who knows where it's going to go. Like we could end up in a completely different podcast we, topic for we, all we know. We have, there's been times in yeah. our podcast where one of us is like, Oh, let's bring it back to why we're actually yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. 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 What, what was the topic again? Yeah. Um, but no, this was a good one. I, I just, this one came to, you know, like I said, I just kind of had one, one morning on the treadmill. <laughs> yeah. I had this epiphany. Like, why am I, why am I on this treadmill? What am I doing? Oh, I, I want to be healthy so I can live longer. Why do I want to live longer? What do I want to accomplish? Yeah. You know, and that was the big question. What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to not regret when I'm on my deathbed? And I was like, oh, this is actually, this could be something to talk about. So that's yeah, good. Yeah. That's how it came about. I enjoyed this one. Well, let's keep plugging then, man. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep doing it. Let's, let's, uh, you, you do your thing. I'm gonna do my thing and let's make the Imp and Skiz legacy more and more just engraved. Uh, in people's minds and just yeah. keep affecting. Can't wait to have a cooking show with you. I know you, you joke, man, <laughs> but I'm telling you, dude, I, I want to make the impossible burger together. <laughs> like, like every ingredient that you sent me that Mark Rober oh, film, man. it was so amazing. Like every ingredient, like I just, we're going to, we're going to, so key, so stay tuned, everybody. We're going to yeah. have a, uh, 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 Nimpet Skiz IRL channel sometime in the future. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's what we need, another channel. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll wrap things up here again. I mean, uh, it's not getting super long, but it's been an, uh, about average, and that's great. Yep. Uh, so we got another one coming next week, and hopefully neither one of us will get sick anytime soon. No more getting sick. We got it out of our system. Yeah. Yeah, I good. Think. I think. <laughs> all right. All right. See you next time. See you.